Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fantasy DFS Today on Hoopball. Uh, this is our first edition for the NBA Restart Bubble. I am super excited. I'm your host tonight, Santino uh, Cacone, and I am here with the one and only, the golden boy of Hoopball DFS, Mike Patria. Mike, how you doing tonight? I'm, I'm listen. Uh, I don't know what I'm more ecstatic about the fact that we're going to be breaking down some slates with the guys with pricing. Or the fact that you were just awfully nice to me in, on that <laughs> intro. I mean, that's something that I don't get to often. I'm glad that it, it's going to be forever cemented in recording. Um, so whenever, you know, I'm just feeling down and I'm having a gloomy day, I could just remember that one that one time where one of my best friends of almost, you know, 20 years now gave me his, gave me my first compliment. Feels good, man. Oh, How are you doing? Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you, you can take that in stride and, and you like that one. Uh, but, yeah, I am super excited to later today we will have the first nba action in just about four and a half months now uh it's it feels like so much longer it feels like forever but we will have basketball back and that is an exciting time uh and we're gonna have some good teams on the dock we're gonna have two of the three favorites to win the championship this year in that first night uh this today is it's or today is only gonna have a two-game slate uh four four teams in total but uh, anything is is better than nothing, and I, I'm super excited to see this through. Uh, so you guys will probably be listening to this when you go for your morning commute. Uh, some things might change after, but we can hit on the big news. Uh, some some big news in the first game is the Jazz and the Pelicans. Uh, Zion Williamson, uh, we he's questionable to play. He got to the bubble late because he had to leave for personal issues. Uh, he has been practicing on five on zero, but we're not quite sure if he's there. Uh, that's something to keep an eye out on. Um, and big news out out west in in the Lakers and Clippers, Lou Williams is not going to play. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention by now, he left the bubble for family emergency, and he went to a strip club. He says for food, uh, but he's going to have to be quarantined for a little while. Uh, Montrezl Harrell also left the bubble. He's not going to play tomorrow um, or tonight, and. Patrick Beverly is questionable. Uh, he might play. He might not play. But that's a big one. They might not have two of their starting or their top two point guards. Um, as we know, Rajon Rondo is hurt. Uh, Avery Bradley is hurt. And for the Jazz, uh, Bogdanovich is also hurt. So these are some big shaking news uh, out there. And then that's what we'll break down this slate for. Uh, but this first game, Jazz Pelicans, starts at eastern time and oof, we're getting so close mike how excited are you for that first taste of basketball and that might be the more fun game i know the the lakers clippers is going to be more competitive but jazz pelicans it, they're both playing for something they're both playing for seedings one playing for trying to get in the playoffs uh this is gonna i think this is gonna be a fun one 
Yeah, I think I think this game is probably going to be a little bit uh, lower owned than most people um, would think going into it, just because it's it's the le- least sexy game. Um, a lot of people, you know, on the West Coast might still be working around you know three thirty when this game tips off for them. So you know that sometimes I know it's the first night. I know there's only two games. Some of those little small things sometimes impact ownership decision and things of that nature. Um, and just the sheer fact of you know if this this winds up being a game time decision, or if we just hear that he's playing, some people might kind of steer away from it. But um, I'm super excited about it. Six thirty. I'm out of work at like four thirty-five. I'm rushing home. I'm watching this game, man. I'm sitting down. I'm watching basketball up until the point of us recording the next podcast. So, um, you know, that, that that will be fun. I'll be able to, you know, talk about a little hoops while I'm on air, hopefully, because I'm always checking these scores nonstop. But, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive into this. Uh, yeah. you, I think you touched on it, man. The, the Zion news is going to be the one thing that we need to wait and see on. Uh, that's going to drastically, drastically impact the way that we look at this team. But you you let off with it. They're actually playing for something, and that's the biggest thing to me. There's good plays in all four on all four of these teams that are playing tonight, uh, but there's not guys necessarily guaranteed to play 32 to 36 minutes uh, in that next game or that next series of game yet. But in this one, I think we have full opportunity. The Pelicans want to be able to squeak in, get the highest seeding that they possibly could for this playoff. Um, I mean, they only want to win once. They don't want to have to win back-to-back games. So if Zion sits, uh, you know, the, the number one person I think I could look at uh, is probably going to be Brandon Ingram. Um, he, we know that what he's been doing all season long, uh, 8300 on on DK, it's, it's a fair price tag. It's actually, you know, it seems like it's a little high. Uh, but with Zion out, the usage has been there for him all season long. He's averaging about 28.9% usage rate with Zion off the floor. Averaging about 1.22 DK points per minute. But the reason why I, I'm gravitating towards him most uh, is most because he's power forward eligible, too, on DK. So, I mean, you take Zion out. Anthony Davis is questionable. Uh, we'll get to that game in a little while. Um, the power forward options become a lot less appealing. So, I think, you know, he's probably going to be ranking in, obviously, behind Davis. Uh, but as my number two ranking power forward on the slate. So, I, I have no issues playing him. Um, how would you feel about playing a little Ingram at that price tag? Oh, I really like Ingram. I'm I'm high on him if especially if Zion doesn't play. Even with Zion, I'm still gravitating towards him depending on uh, how I want to build my roster. But Ingram, uh, Brandon Buckets as we as I like to call him, he was on fire without Zion there. He's still getting about just over 28% usage with Zion on the floor. Uh, so he, his usage didn't really drastically drop. He just his numbers dropped because he had to play a different style of basketball of uh, the Zion's more of a post guy, so he had to stretch out a little more. But without, if Zion doesn't play, uh, Brandon Ingram showed us that he was about a top 20 fantasy player uh, on the year. And every night in, night out, he was playing great. Uh, and he might be guarded by Joe Ingles, uh, who I would say is probably their worst defender. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have someone guard you on uh, the Jazz, I want it to be Joe Ingles as well. Um, but something we, we for, I forgot to touch on about the of the game, um, the over-under for this game, Jazz and Utah, or, well, Jazz and Utah, <laughs> Jazz and the Pelicans, is 224, so it's the higher of the of the two over-unders on the night. Uh, the Jazz are plus 2.5, and, and the Jazz are plus 15 on the money line, and negative 35, or, um, and the Pelicans are negative 135 on the money line. That's brought to you by our good fellows and our partners at mybookie.com, and I'll get to them in a little bit afterwards, but... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm big on on Brandon Ingram. He's probably if Zion doesn't play, he's my number one play on that team. 
Absolutely. And I, I wouldn't knock people if they want to play Drew Holiday. Uh, I mean, he his usage is right up there, right next to Ingram. He was really just absolutely balling out prior to that uh, that last layoff. I mean, the last game he played, uh, it was against Minnesota, granted, but he dropped 65 DK points and he had another 61.5 just three games prior to that, four games prior to that. Uh, cough, cough against Minnesota. So, um, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. But we know Drew Holiday's game. He's elite. Uh, He leads this team. It's basically his team at this point. He stayed there for a reason. He wanted to lead a team. He has a good team around him. Um, But I'm just not in love with that price tag of 8,600. There's a few guys that I could see having just just as good of a game um, as a guy like Holiday. The only, you know, but for, you know, we're talking maybe 1,400 less or 2,600 less. And we'll touch on all those guys. Uh, but the minutes should be locked in for him. So maybe maybe a little bit of a safer play in cash. Uh, probably not a guy I'm going to gravitate towards in my uh, GPP. So. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. And I mentioned Brandon Ingram was my favorite on that team, and that's because I, I do think there is a lot more value on the uh, the, the Jazz tonight. Uh, there are some good plays there. You mentioned people who have lower price tags than Drew Holiday. Obviously, Drew Holiday is a really good player, but 8600 that's a little steep. Uh for me, comparatively to a guy like Donovan Mitchell, who is only 7,000 on, on DraftKings, and he has point guard and shooting guard eligibility. Uh, you have Mike Conley at 6.2. Um, you have Jordan Clarkson, who they, they're going to need someone to score off the bench, and he's only a $4.2 um, thousand dollar price. And I, I like all three of those guys if I, if I wanted to look somewhere on the Jazz. Oh wow! All right, uh, a couple of those guys that were definitely on my on my radar. I, I didn't. Let's stay. Uh, I want to stay on the Pelicans real quick. Okay. There's still, there's still there's still a few other guys. I feel like we need to at least mention. I mean, I know Lonzo Ball is one of your fan favorites. You're the you're the Lonzo truther. <laughs> oh, uh, I love been, Lonzo. I've been preaching his name for a long time. Um, I think he has a fair price tag. He's somebody I I would definitely consider. Uh, he just can just rack it up in so many, so many different ways. And he was really taking off before the layoff as well, uh, really kind of stepping out of his own and actually shooting the three ball at an extremely high clip over his last, you know, four or five games right before uh, the layoff. So it looked like he was uh, finally starting to get into tune. Uh, But the Zion sitting would probably hurt him slightly. And that might just be enough where I kind of go elsewhere. Um, And then I also wanted to just, talk about you know obviously the main front court guys who would be you know taking zion's place uh you know Derek favors starts at center 5800 i think is a fair price tag going against his former team uh he's done you know halfway decent against the jazz this season already he played them in two games averaged about 32 minutes against them and 41 dk points so uh he's definitely on my radar if if you have that mid-tier center and that's where you want to go with it uh, one of my, you know, better, one of the better mid-tier center plays. If you're, it's basically for me, I'm either uh, dumpster diving or I'm playing that mid-tier play with Derek Favors, and then uh, Melly, uh, Nicola Melly at 4K. He might start. We might see Ingram slide over to the four. We'd probably have to wait and see. They might end up starting Josh Hart instead. Uh, but he, nonetheless, he should be in for at least mid 20s minutes, low 20 minutes. Uh, a guy that we can, you know, at next to, you know, almost mid salary. He's only 4K. Uh, what you're expecting a five X of 20 points. I can see him getting that 23, 24 uh, with the upside of a slight more. So, you know, only if you need to dumpster dive and you kind of want to do a little stars and scrubs, he's definitely an option, but uh, that's mm-hmm. probably all I have. Um, and I think yeah. we can we'll probably move on after those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, the Lonzo ball factor. I'm a huge Lonzo ball guy, uh, but he was playing his best ball when Zion returned. If Zion doesn't play, I would rather gravitate a- away from him for this game. And you mentioned Melly and Favors. 
their price tags are so cheap. Melly will will get 20, 25 minutes if Sion doesn't play, and he's he should hit value there. Um, and Derek Favors, uh, we like to say everybody likes to call them the revenge games. Uh, whenever he plays Utah, or yeah, I mean it is a revenge game. So for fifty eight hundred, that's not a bad price as well. Yeah, and I think the only the only factor you ever have to worry about favors, he's always a fantastic point per minute guy. Uh, it's just the minutes, and the we have to wonder with it being the first game back. Um, I'm kind of throwing a lot of that out the window with a few of these teams, and we know are, are absolutely playing for some seeding and playing mm-hmm. for something that's very important. So, I mean, I would say take it for what it's worth. Um, he probably won't have a ton of ownership. I expect him to have a fair amount just because Montrez Harrell's out, and that was probably everyone's you know go to option, but. Uh, Definitely in play for me. Definitely in play. Probably yeah. more safer as a cash play um, than a GPP, but he does have that GPP upside where he could be considered there as well. And you can feel kind of safe that knowing that the Jazz play at the 25th highest pace in the league, so he's not going to be run off the court, and they're not going to have to put in a Jackson Hayes or someone else who can run up and down with another big. Uh, Rudy Gobert and the Jazz don't really run the ball unless the Pelicans are going to force them to do it. Um, so... You, you can feel a little bit safe that favors conditioning or um, minutes should be there because they're not playing at, they won't be playing another team at such a high pace that's going to run them off the court. Absolutely. That's a, it's a great call. You know, Gobert just plants it, uh, gives, <laughs> you know, if, especially on those, uh, you know, long, long uh, rebounds, the ones that he has no opportunity to grab. He takes his time trotting up there. He pulls like the, <laughs> you know, the old Brooke Lopez, except he doesn't spot up at the three point line waiting for it. Uh, he keeps going underneath the hoop, and half the time the play is over. But he's got he's 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 got he's got that length, man. So uh, I'm ready. I think that I think that's all I got for for New Orleans. So I mean, Josh Hart is always in consideration just because he is one of the best rebounding guards out there. And uh, you know, looking for those high upside rebounding games, they can really come at any point in time. And we might see this team play a little smaller if they end up running like you know Royce O'Neal, uh, Ingles at the three, which you know they easily could, and we, we probably will see a lot of that. Um, then in that case, we'll see probably Hart play at the three as well. And, you know, at, then he'll have some opportunity. We'll find out the starting yeah. lineup, I guess. So wait and see on that. We, we could even see uh, some Conley, Clarkson, uh, Mitchell, Ingles lineups like that. So uh, that's a good call. All right, man. All right. Uh, and yeah, I already jumped the gun a little bit on the Jazz. I was staying in the backcourt. <laughs> You're fired I, I jumped, up, man. Nah, I get I'm it. I'm fired Big up place. for this basketball. So I jumped a little bit on the Jazz. Uh, why don't you tell us who are your main plays, who are your sneak plays, and what are you expecting from the Jazz? Uh, right before we get into that, we were mentioning that both these teams are playing for something. The Pelicans are currently the 10th seed, but they're a half a game back from the Grizzlies, and they are tied with the Blazers. Uh, the, the Jazz are currently the fourth seed. They're a game and a half behind the Nuggets for the three seed. They are a game up on both the Thunder and Rockets for the fifth and sixth seed um, and two and a half games above the Mavericks, who are the seventh seed. So both these teams need a win. Um, We're expecting them to play. And what are you expecting uh, from DFS perspective? Well, I think that the, I mean, the, the matchup's fantastic for the Jazz in this. And we know that it's a high-paced game. Seeing a game with over a 220 total, I think it's at 224 right now with the Jazz involved, is a good thing because we generally know they slow the game down. They want other teams to play at their pace while the Pelicans, being a young team, uh, wants to play at the complete opposite. So they're going to have a little bit more opportunity for rebounds, defensive plays, a couple extra buckets. Um, and whenever that's being considered, we have to give these guys a little bit of an, an edge and a boost. And then uh, the next thing I look at is is their pricing. And it just seems like they're all just a little bit <laughs> mispriced on DraftKings. Yeah. I, I, 
Uh, I think the only person who's probably priced appropriately are the two people might be Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal. Uh, and they're still both in play. But Rudy Gobert at 7,100, uh, I think this is just a great matchup. It's, it's a smash spot for him at that price tag. Uh, he himself is averaging just about what Favors is, and that goes to show you that Favors, if he could get those minutes, is a great play. Uh, but he's averaging 40 DK points himself at 7,100 in two matchups against uh, New Orleans this season. And at 7,100, like I said, you're hitting that 5X. You're getting a little extra, so that's going to put him in play. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, you touched on him yourself. You said that why you prefer him over a few of those guards over there in New Orleans. And I, I think we have to look at him. At, at this price tag at 7K, it's a tough matchup. Don't get me wrong. Drew Holiday is one of the league's best defenders, and that's probably who's going to be sticking to him. And then Lonzo, not too shabby, yeah. clogs lanes, very smart player, high IQ, um, knows exactly where a guard's going to move with the ball. Uh, two great defenders, but Donovan Mitchell's held his own against both of them this season. Uh, three games they played, he's averaging 37 minutes against this team in 51 DK points. So, you know, <laughs> sign me up. He's averaging 34 real-life points. So as good of a defending team they are, it just goes to show that that pace does impact this game, and that's probably where you're seeing a lot of this advantage. And then we have to also couple into the fact that uh, he gets a little bit of a usage increase with uh, yep. our boy uh, Bojan Bogdanovic now off the floor. Uh, Bojan had the surgery right, I think, right as COVID first took off, like really, really early. They, you know, the Jazz kind of sniffed this out, and uh, it was something that was bothering him, I guess, all season long. He sat out a few games. I think it was in November and December, and then you know it just flared up or something. Something more or less just happened. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but he's getting an extra usage boost because of it. One tick, one uh, percent, but he's averaging 0.07 more DK points, uh, which would probably equivalent in a 30 point game to an extra about two or three points. So it's it's all these little things and little bonuses. And the fact that I still think he's slightly underpriced at that 7K mark where he's probably one of my favorite guard options that we have on the slate. Um, you know, looking just before we, we, we left, uh, before COVID, you know, I say we left, like everybody vanished, but we all did. If you're, I mean, if you're a degenerate junkie like us, when we were playing, uh, DFS like every single day, yeah, we, we, it's like, we didn't know what to do. We basically left. We were walking around in the street aimlessly, just not knowing what to do. Uh, but he was priced at, you know, 75, 75, 77 and 81. Now all of a sudden he's seven K and he steps yeah. into a fantastic matchup. So. Um, regardless, there we go. I think I talked about Mitchell enough, but I think he's a great play. And, uh, you know, Rightfully looking at, so. I, I think, and I, I don't think I can really, you know, play Conley. Um, I like him. I think he's going to be a good pivot play. I guess if you're going to try to hedge your bet and you're not playing Mitchell and you still want to get some exposure, he's going to see a little increase in usage as well. Uh, you know, we, we kind of saw him struggle just in and out of the lineup. But, I mean, having the time off to possibly, you know, get right and get healthy is only going to benefit him. He's been nagging, uh, battling nagging injuries all season long. But I still prefer Mitchell, even with the $800 price uh, price difference. And then uh, you said it, man. You've been touching on him. He's one of my favorite plays. And he's, all, he's a GPP play. Uh, it's Jordan Clarkson. Um, I think that he's just going to be rock solid with Bojan out. He's going to have to be expected to step up off the bench. Ingles being inserted back into the starting lineup. It's going to be his usage off the bench. It's going to be his job to handle the ball. Uh, we have to remember that when Joe Ingles plays that second unit, he does play point guard a lot of the time as well. Clarkson's going to have that opportunity. He's averaging with Bojan off the floor just under one DK point per minute at .98. But the usage, uh, it's, at, it's the second highest on the team. Uh, it's 27%. So, And it's not even that small of a sample size uh, with Bojan off the floor. 
uh, it's 480 minutes worth. So it's, it's a pretty good solid sample size. Um, and I think that he makes an excellent pivot to some of the guards that we're going to probably talk about in that next game. Um, you know, where a lot of other people are probably going to look to gravitate towards their value. Yeah. And, um, you hit it right there. I'm going to steal your catchphrase. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, Donovan Mitchell at 7K just seems like a robbery. for. Uh, I don't know why he's priced so low. They did lose their second-highest usage player. They lost their second-highest scorer. They lost their second-highest minutes played guy um, in double B. So I'm not sure why Bo, uh, Mitchell is only 7K in, in a prime matchup with a team that wants to run the floor. Uh, but that just seems screams to me as uh, a guy I want to target. And, yeah, Jordan Clarkson's only you mentioned Melly is, is very cheap and, and near minimum at four thousand. Jordan Clarkson's only forty two hundred. He's only two hundred more, and he's going to play a lot of minutes. Without double B there, he's he like you said, he he has their second highest usage now. Um he is their primary primary or primary scorer off the bench, and he's probably gonna play with that that group. Um, because we saw uh, Conley and Ingles struggled playing together. Uh, so maybe I, you can see, especially against the Pelicans team that likes to go small sometimes too, you can see a Conley, a Clarkson, a Mitchell lineup uh, with O'Neal or Ingles, whichever one, and then uh, Gobert. So there's, I think Clarkson's going to see a, a very good amount of time, and he's near minimum. Uh, there's not many people around that price tag that can score 20 points in a very good matchup. Um, but how do you, how do you feel about the bigs? Uh, uh, the bigs, eh, it's it's. I mean, Gobert. I think, like I said, I definitely yeah. think he's a play at that price tag. He's he's held his own, and I'm not I'm not really touching any of the backup guys. You know, Ed Davis or uh, you know, I think at some points we were seeing Bradley play when other people are hurt. I'm I'm good with all those guys. They're not guys that are really on my radar. I just think right now is with all the price and discrepancies that we have, we don't need to you know dive that mm-hmm. deep. And if we do. Um, there's a guy in the next game I'd probably prefer over both of them anyway. So I think yeah. that's probably it for me. My main, my main targets are probably going to be Mitchell Clarkson. Uh, and then, Rudy. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe Rudy. But like I said, I think, I think, you know, I'd, I'd probably rather just pay for a guy like favors, uh, who's 1300 less than Rudy. He'll probably have a lower ownership. Um, and you know, bottom line, he's probably going to have to, if he could play the minutes, he's going to have to play the minutes. Uh, they yeah. need a body that's big enough that I don't think they're going to want to play Jackson Hayes too much on Rudy. If they don't need to Jalil Okafor moves, believe it or not, <laughs> as slow as I just said, Rudy is Jalil Okafor hasn't jumped since he was a rookie. And even then, uh, he barely, did you know his rookie season? Actually, there was, there was an actual statistic, um, that I think he jumped like only once, I think, or twice on a block shot. Um, <laughs> It was that's crazy so when I heard it. Yeah, yeah he's a very nice. chubby guy, and you know, shout out to him. He's he's won me some money on, on some of these nights. So I can't I, I can't bad mouth him. He gets much. buckets sometimes. He could play, but uh, that's that's a hilarious stat, and that is so funny. Uh, don't quote me on it. It was some it was something along <laughs> those lines of just basically how chubby he was and how little he got off the ground. I think maybe it was like the <laughs> amount of air time he spent. Uh, or time spent in the air. It was something hilarious, though, and it involved him not moving very much. Uh, well, that I knew after the show, I'm definitely going to look it up and, and send you something if I find it because that's that's hilarious. We'll bring it up on the next show too because I'm I'm kind of curious now. I'm about, I don't want to <laughs> waste too much time getting off the rails and looking up, uh, you know, exactly how often, uh, you know, Jalil Okafor stands on his tippy toes. So we can <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for another one though. Yeah. So this is going to be a good game, and I think we're both in the market or the same thing, our ballpark that. The Jazz are just a little underpriced, uh, especially in this first game. There's a lot of good value finding in the Jazz, and there's some good value, cheap value in in 
New Orleans as well. Uh, or and not New Orleans anymore because they're all in Orlando, but we'll say the Pelicans. Uh, so, yeah, this now that we're right before we hit the second game, uh, I want to tell you guys about something I'm very excited about. Um, so everybody say it with me now. Sports are back, baby. Uh, I've been waiting for this day since March. And now that it's here, I've only got one thing on my mind, and that is my bookie. Uh, my bookie is a home run, a slam dunk, triple overtime game-winning shot all wrapped up into one. I love it. You love it. And that should be all you need to hear in order to start betting today. My bookie has up-to-the-minute odds on all your favorite teams. And with the start of the NBA bubble season today, <laughs> there's never been a better time to start playing. Uh, with my bookie, it's easy. You bet. You win. They pay you. Um, if you're feeling good about your MLB t- team's chances this year, be sure to check out my bookie's World Series future bets before they're too late. And unless you're a Marlins fan, sorry, Marlins fans out there, um, I don't think you're, uh, you're going to play enough games. Uh, but nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun or in the first week. Uh, but why stop with baseball? Because smart bettors are always looking towards the future. And in this case, that means basketball it's starting today, hockey, and football. That should be starting soon as well. Uh, only a month away, guys. Uh, MyBookie is already accepting bets on all your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. Uh, there's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. So join today, and MyBookie will match your deposit 100%. Let me repeat that. Join today, and MyBookie will match your deposit 100%. One more time for the guys in the back. Join today, and MyBookie will match your deposit 100%. Plus, they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. Uh, all you got to do is enter promo code HOOPBALL. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L when you're signing up, and you get 100% of your first deposit matched and a free $10 MLB future wager. So remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple, guys. You bet, you win, they pay. Uh, and I'm super excited. I already I already got my 100% deposit. I can tell you guys it works. Uh, I did get my free MLB $10 wager. I didn't put it in yet. I was still deciding. Uh, they, they give you a little bit of time. Um, but they, it's super exciting, guys. And if you're a better, uh, we just went over the lines earlier. If you like to bet, there's no better place than my bookie. So get on that while you still can. Uh, and while we're talking about betting, uh, there is also something else I want to tell you guys about. And that is the Perfect Package 3.0 from Manscaped. Uh, Go on manscaped.com, enter the promo code HOOPBALL20, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, and get 20% off any order and free shipping. Um, I want to talk about the Perfect Package. We've been talking about the Lawnmower 3.0, but I want to talk about the Perfect Package 3.0. That also comes with the Lawnmower 3.0, some awesome boxers. Uh, I've tried them. Um, so, <laughs> and this is where it gets funny, but, uh, the ball, we get some ball toner, you get some ball deodorant. And if you want, uh, for 30 money or you get another free pair of boxers, if you, if you click on a select package, uh, plus you get a hygiene plan, if that's what you want to do. Uh, so all this stuff in one and it is amazing. I don't know which product I like better. I like betting, but I like to be clean and hygienic as well so give them both a try and see what you guys like i know mike's got his lawnmower 3.0 and he's super excited about it uh, oh let me then let's be let's be like very frank <laughs> here guys this is the 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 perfect package kit 
is a luxury. Um, you, you know, you never think you need anything as such as like, you know, ball deodorant or ball toner. <laughs> um, you know, it's not something you wake up in the morning if you've never heard of it and you're like, oh, I need to go to the store. But it's something that once you have, it's tough to view your life any different. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. I would 100%, you know, it's not something I, I shelled out on and until the promo code rolled around because it's something you know, I always heard about and saw. And I'm like, you know what, the the $20, the $20 and that's what you're saving, I think, because uh, it's generally about $100 for the 3.0 perfect package with everything in it. Um, and you get 20 bucks off. So it's totally worth it. Uh, if you're afraid to try all the good stuff, I would highly recommend at least a 3.0. Uh, you can thank us later, guys. Yeah, and you will not be the only one thanking us. Uh, your significant others and 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 partners and friends will also be thanking us. Uh, <laughs> just so just so you get that out there. But while while we're here, let's Mike, let's dive into the second game, uh, the big the big prime time game. And you mentioned it earlier. People are probably going to be gravitating towards this game, especially because you see Lakers Clippers on the docket the two top teams out West, the two teams that everybody thinks, me personally, um, the the Western Conference champion is going to come out from. Uh, so people are going to look at this game and say, I want some exposure to it. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, I'll ask you what you make sense of it. So the over-under for this game is 215. The other game was at 224, so we expect a lower-scoring game. Uh, the Clippers are actually favored four and a half points in this and a plus 165 on the money line, while the Lakers are a negative 190 on the money line. Um, we have some news. We mentioned Avery Bradley opted out. Rajon Rondo is hurt. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are most likely playing, um, but they're, they have a Q tag if you're looking on DraftKings right now, but they should both be playing. Uh, Lou Williams will not be playing, as we mentioned earlier. Montrezl Harrell will not be playing, as we mentioned earlier. And Patrick Beverly, P-Bev, uh, he might not play as well, but I think he's probable, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, so what do you make of all this news? And obviously, these are the big-priced guys. We got LeBron, AD, Leonard, Paul George, all these big guys. But where are you targeting in this game, and who are you spending up your money for if, if you're spending it at all? Yeah, I mean, we've we've already touched on, you know, all these high priced guys and we, you just mentioned them and, you know, they're all great plays. We can't sit here and say that Anthony <laughs> Davis is ever a bad play or LeBron yeah, James right. is a bad play and it's a two game slate. Uh, so but the bottom line is we, we can't get those guys like, you know, the Mitchells and the uh, maybe it's Drew Holiday or Brandon Ingrams um, and then all and get all these studs as well. It's just not feasible. So we do have to make some decisions. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with the Lakers side of the ball. I think things are pretty simple on this side. You know, Rajon Rondo, biggest news, and Avery Bradley, both of them uh, being out. We could pretty much, you know, know what to expect as far as where that usage is going to go. Uh, most likely, Contavious, Coldwell, Pope will draw the start. Um, you know, not generally a, a high-usage guy. And, I, I mean, really nobody on this team is when they're playing next to Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And I think, you know, He's a play. You can use him. He would be definitely a, a tournament flyer for me, a tournament play. Wouldn't trust him in any of my cash games. Uh, but, you know, he's only averaging 0.73 DK points per minute right now with a 15.8% usage rate with those guys off the floor. Uh, so not a guy that I'm also gravitating towards. I'd much prefer a guy like Jordan Clarkson um, if, or, or Zion's out Millie. So the way I'm really just taking this is I'm getting most of my value in that other game. And then I'm yep. going to pay up in this one. Um, I'm going to be looking at LeBron James. I just think that, you know, if I'm not playing Anthony Davis and 
you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind either way. I don't know if he's, he's supposed to be wearing goggles for the game. He did get poked in the eye and uh, he could come in and play like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the goggles <laughs> in, the, in the Laker uniform. It's completely possible. Uh, but he's, he's also averaged 46 DK points against the, this team. They played a few times already this season. LeBron's averaging just about 52, a little bit more. Uh, small edge, but, uh, you know, when the, the king is coming back, um, that's the way I'm looking at this. And I always, you know, if I don't, if I don't need to, uh, play Anthony Davis honestly. I, I try not to. It's it's you know it's one of those things. I'm like I'm like everybody else, man. Sometimes you just get scared when you play him. He's walking in with a questionable tag, but sometimes in a GPP that can make a big difference. We might see a depressed ownership because everybody else is feeling the exact way. So um, I prefer LeBron, but hey, I'm not going to knock you if you want to play Davis. Other than that, I'm really not touching any other Lakers. The t- the catchphrase was there. The not going to knock you guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm bad, man. I can't <laughs> uh, stop. Just just saying, uh, LeBron is does have some groin soreness. That was a, a problem last year. Uh, sometimes it flared up on him this year, but he that's what he's coming into the game question or probable for uh, with some groin soreness. But I, I also don't think it's going to really affect him. Uh, it depends if they really want to win this game or not, where LeBron plays a lot. But yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna play Lakers, you have to pay up. If not, there's only two guys that I would look on if you're going real GPP. Throw a flyer out there, and that would be Alex Caruso. Say they're just they want to they don't want to play LeBron too much. Maybe they'll play Alex Caruso more. And J.R. Smith, for the pure fact that I think it's hilarious and I love this guy. Uh, no real rhyme or reason or logic, um, DFS wise. I just love J.R. Smith. I like that call. <laughs> actually, no, it's 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 a uh, it's a smart play. Um, I would say in tournaments, I, I don't think I would trust it in cash just because we don't know exactly what kind of role he's going to be walking into. But the fact that Rondo and Pope, or, or not Rondo and Pope, Rondo and Bradley are both out, um, he's going to have to get minutes. I think he played 25 minutes for them in a scrimmage. Wasn't shy. I think he shot uh, nine shots, hit six or seven three-pointers in that game. So 25 minutes in a scrimmage. Um, we have to imagine that with these eight tune-up games, that's what they are for the Lakers. Um, yep. Their seeding's pretty much, I would say, locked uh, with how good they are. So. Yeah. Um, you know, these are going to be the tune of games where they say, hey, eight games, we're going to give you minutes. Uh, we want to get you acclimated. We want you to get play alongside of the starters here and there. Um, you know, we have to imagine he's going to have some fourth quarter time towards uh, the actual important games. They're going to need him out there for some spacing. So I don't mind the call. 3,800 is, is it's not something that we're overly investing in. And people are going to make decisions between J.R. Smith and Alex Caruso. Um, I think both are kind of very similar plays. But I think Alex Caruso would be the name that would draw a lot more attention than J.R. Smith. Yeah, so I prefer I prefer J.R. over him for and that this sole is, reason. This would be J.R.'s first game in however long it's been, over a year and a half, um, or maybe even more. I forgot we missed four months. Um, nearly, yeah, probably a year and like eight months or so. It's the last time J.R. Smith played. And you said something that uh, I found a little funny. You said J.R. Smith wasn't shy shooting. And yes, J.R. Smith is never shy about shooting the ball. He doesn't care if there's 23 seconds on the shot clock. This guy will just let it fly. And in DFS, when you're taking a chance on someone, you kind of want them to have that mentality uh, to just let it fly. Uh, So he would theoretically be someone I'm looking at too. And I just think he's hilarious. Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, the the one other thing I'll add, and it's just kind of going back um, to LeBron, and it's just with – uh, without Rondo on the floor, too, it's just we have to imagine that he's going to be handling the ball more. Um, his usage does increase actually by 2.3%. I didn't mention that uh, prior, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're LeBron James and it increases <laughs> by 2.3%, that's that's pretty solid. 
we'll we'll, we'll yeah. take any we'll take any more that we could get from the already great greatness. And without Rondo and Bradley, he's averaging one point six one fantasy point. I mean, that's not it, it's pretty similar the most most of the time anyway. But he's averaging one point six fantasy points per uh, per minute to Anthony Davis is one point four three. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much we have all. I'm assuming that's all you have on the the Lakers. Uh, we hit everybody. Um, but how do you feel about this Clipper team? Because they they also have a big priced guy in Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George, who's priced seven thousand, and then their number three and number four player in pricing aren't there. So how do you feel about the Clippers? Who are you gravitating towards? And like you said, you can't get a LeBron, a Kawhi Leonard, and then get um, a bunch of higher, a little higher priced or medium priced guys in the other game as well. Yeah. So I I, I mean. There's some fantastic plays uh, with with the injuries or not the injuries. The guys basically sitting out because they're not ready yet from leaving the bubble. Uh, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, both out. Lou, those chicken wings must be bomb, man. Uh, I, I wonder <laughs> yeah. if that's the name of like a dancer that works there. It's like chicken wing or buffalo wing. Like that's her nickname. Uh, so it, it could have been. But I, I think that uh, there's definitely some options. Paul George is just stupid cheap. 7,200. Yeah. Um, he's looking fresh. And he said it himself. He finally feels good. He's, it was a guy that was coming off of two shoulder, uh, shoulder surgeries and dealing with a little bit of soreness throughout the season. The four months is only going to benefit him. Uh, I think they want to, you know, as while they might might want to limit a lot of their stars minutes and, we've, and they have rightfully should, they might loosen the loosen the leash a little bit with Paul George simply because they want to get him, make sure that he is get amped up, ready to play. We've seen Kawhi Leonard be able to rest plenty of times and just turn it on. That's not something they're worried about. I think they want to make sure Paul George is going to get going when they need him. Uh, so he's definitely one of my favorite options looking over there. I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards this poor guy situation, and we're going to have to wait and see with Patrick Beverly. Uh, if Beverly plays, I want nothing to do with him. Uh, just knowing <laughs> that, I, I mean, he's not, he's, not that solid, he's not that high of a point-per-minute guy. If they're going to end up running out a lot of LeBron um, at point, which, I mean, they would do regardless, but they would probably play Rondo a little bit off ball sometimes. Uh, it's going to give him a little bit of a tougher matchup on the defensive end as well. So there's just a few different reasons. I don't expect him to play big minutes. If they're que- if he's questionable, if he's going to play, that to me, I, I have it more as doubtful. I don't understand, you know, they if, if the unless there was a test that came back positive or whatever it may be that's just not flying under the radar, they're saying that he might be able to play tomorrow. I, if he gets the test in the morning and it comes back negative, they should know the amount of time it's going to take for him to be able to play in the game that's set at a certain time. So for me, it just kind of seems like, a, you know, the writing subliminally on the walls that he's not going to play. So that's the way I approached it. And I guess that would open up an opportunity for guys like, you know, Reggie Jackson, uh, Terrence Mann, Rodney Magruder, a couple of these other bench guys. And, you know, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Reggie Jackson. And I think he's a good play. Mm-hmm. I think he's a solid play. Um, I like him better, honestly, if, if Beverly for some reason were to play. Because it would just solidify all that second unit usage for him. And that's what we're looking for. Without Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell on the second unit, uh, he would just be able to run rampant. And there's not a large sample size of both these guys being out in the same night when Reggie Jackson's been on the team. Uh, we have to remember he kind of came over in the middle. Um, and there, there hasn't been a lot of situations. So if you go to look, you're not going to find anything that's great. I think it's in a 32-minute sample size, you know, 0.62 DK points per minute. Um but it's still solid at this price tag. I think, like I said, I think he's going to be extremely chalky if he does sit. And at that, I would still probably prefer Jordan Clarkson and GPPs just at, at a much, much lower ownership with uh, a little bit of a cheaper salary, too. I think he's about 400 less on DK. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, Kawhi Leonard, fantastic play. Never going to say no to Kawhi. Prefer Paul George in a nutshell for just the pricing difference. 
Uh, it's just drastic. And I think, if anything, they play very similar minutes. So give me the guy that's literally $2,000 less. Uh, allows me to spend up on a few other people. And then I guess we have to address the center situation because yeah. uh, without Montrezl Harrell, uh, you know, for some reason, Zubach, as well as he's played all season, uh, he's been kind of doghouse. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, Did Z- you say Zubach? Zubach. All right, all right. Th- you're th- you're known you... as the name butcher, okay? <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna get me, you're gonna give me stuff on this. Maybe it's Zubach. Uh, maybe it's... I I am the name butcher, but I think you just Zubach that name. I think it's uh-huh. Zubach. All right, all right. You yeah. your, your, your punny. Your, your, uh, yeah, okay, Zubak. All right, Zubak. I just I had to call that out. I heard you say it, and I, I didn't want to let it go. I don't, hey, listen, I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah. If I butcher it, I'm, I'm going to have to look it up after. Yeah, Maybe you might, you might have to steal my title. If the butcher is calling you oh, the butcher, uh, might have to give you the title. All right, all right. Let's, <laughs> we're gonna, we'll start keeping track of the name butchers if we, if we must, but... Uh, I'm not confident that they're just going to go out there and roll him. I mean, they, they've played the Lakers three times this season. He's averaging 13 minutes against his former team. He's averaging more than a DK point per minute in those games. Uh, but the signing of Joe Kim Noah, um, I mean, I, it could have been because they didn't know if Harrell was going to play or not. It could have been because of, you know, depth issues that they might have been worried about. To me, it just kind of says that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to end up playing a little bit. And I'm not saying go out there and play Noah, but at 3.1K, with these injuries, I wouldn't be shocked if he plays, you know, 15, 16 minutes. Um, he's he's decent upside, but it, it, I don't feel comfortable really in either one of these centers all that much. I don't really love either one of them. Noah is simply for a stars and scrubs type of approach. Zubach, if he was a little bit cheaper, I'd probably have more interest. But at 4,500, I kind of want to steer clear of that. I just think that, you know, that's drifting into that territory where, uh, for like you know twelve k twelve hundred more, I can get a guy like Favors. Uh, so that's probably where I'd rather go with that one. So uh, that's really it for me, man. Uh, I'm not like I said too in love with a lot of these Clippers. It's going to be uh, you know the expensive guys. I don't mind Reggie Jackson. He's going to have some ownership with him, uh, and it makes sense to kind of pivot towards a guy like Clarkson. But I will have shares of him, and uh, you know I, I guess don't even sleep on uh, Shamet Landry Shamet too. Uh, he should probably see you know decent minutes with all these guards out. If Beverly were to sit, he'd be a better play. Uh, but a few decent options. So I'm with you on the Paul George. I think he's going to be they they want him to be get more minutes and get more usage and and get up to speed more than Kawhi Leonard because as you said, Kawhi Leonard has done starting and stopping for the last two years. He is a robot. Uh, this dude can get turned off and then turned on and go full bore. Right out of the gate, uh, so I think Paul George gets more usage there, and I like him at at two thousand dollars or two thousand cheaper. Um, I like how you said you like Reggie Jackson better if Pat Bev doesn't play, or uh, Pat Bev does play. My bad, and and I I like that call because if Pat Bev does play, a lot of people that are chalking up Reggie Jackson are gonna say, oh, he's not gonna play or get the usage or get the minutes because Pat Bev is playing now, so you can still get him, and I don't think it's gonna be a very big. Um, factor into playing him as well i don't think they're going to play bev uh, 35 minutes right out of the gate he hasn't been there or practiced or played lately uh, so i do like that call as well i'm not really into the before i say his name i do got to say we both actually butchered it i looked it up after we said it it's ivatsu zubats uh so we we're we were both butchering it i tried oh, to like call you pokemon <laughs> zubat yeah, Zubat. like a Zubats. Zub- a Zubat. Zubats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember yeah, I was, those guys. I was saying you were butchering it, and then I was butchering it as well. Um, it's, it just happens. Some, these, some of these names and the pronunciations, I'm not good. Uh, I, I've been 
it's just not there. Um, well, but yeah. you, you, you lived in a foreign country for a few years when a lot of these guys <laughs> were coming in. Let's, uh, I don't know if any of you guys know that about Santino. He was actually teaching uh, English as a second language in China. I think it was for like two years, Santino. Yeah, just about uh, like one month or one year, 11 months and a couple of days. So just about two years. Yeah. So he was basically <laughs> drowned out from everything that was going on in the outside world. Uh, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on the on the name butchery. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on my on a speech impediment. I'm just I'm fumbling over here. I, got, I should be I got to be a little bit better. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I like how you, I, I'm not really trusting Zubat or however you say his name now. Uh, I'm not really trusting trusting Zublaka or or Noah. Noah hasn't played all year. Um, Zublaka, I'm gonna say that now so I don't butcher it. He was not really conditioned for the for, for those scrimmages, and he doesn't look like he can play more than 30 minutes. Uh, one guy I do want to ask you about, though, no, we haven't touched on, is how do you feel about uh, the Morris brother? Well, this is a game that should have both Morris brothers, right? So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be a little bit more. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Marcus Morris? I think, you know, they brought him in here for a reason. I think that they're going to probably do – he's going to get some center minutes, um, as, I, I think, at some point in this game. Uh, yeah. not, I'm not fully confident and he's another reason why I think I'm not going to be gravitating towards those two centers that we just spoke about simply because there's this team, they can operate without centers. Uh, it's Montrez Montrose Harrell isn't, isn't a big guy. <laughs> he's, oh. he's, he's, a, he's basically almost the size of PJ Tucker, a little bit bigger. Uh, so it, it's not like they need size to operate and they didn't play a lot of size going against this team when they earlier in the year, the three times that they played them. So. I'm not really gravitating towards him. I think at 4,700, it's a fair price tag. He, he makes a little bit more sense in GPPs because if you if you're really looking for like a uh, you know cash uh, you know cash value, you're looking at like 20, 24, 23 uh, DK points, and I could see that, but I, I probably haven't pegged uh, you know 19, 18, somewhere around there. I don't think he's going to go out there and run out 30 minutes. If he was playing 30 minutes, that's the thing. Uh, I don't he think. Might- I, I mean, he very well could. I'm not going to sit here and say he can't. But I'm not really trusting anybody in this Laker or Clippers game to play anything more than 31 uh, at the absolute most. And if that's the case, I'm looking for the guys at the highest point per minute. And we have plenty of other options in that first game that we talked about with guys that we feel way more confident getting minutes who are also at pretty decent price tags as well. So that's kind of the way I'm I'm gravitating Mm -hmm. towards my initial builds. And we'll see. We'll have some news break. We're waiting on Zion. We're waiting on Patrick Beverly. And, you know, once that news comes out, uh, we'll be able to go in there and attack this. But uh, that's kind of like the the nutshell, uh, I guess, slate, you know, pre premature slate yep. build I got going on right now. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I like that first game as well. Uh, it's just a faster pace, higher uh, over under, just better, better value for your play, um, with, especially with no Lou Will and no Montrezl Harrell. Um, but I think I think we touched on both these games as well as we could, and and for a pretty long time. Uh, I wanted to go a little longer on this one for this. I know it was a two-game slate. We're going about 45, 50 minutes, but this is the first day back. Uh, so I, I wanted to get that full 45, 50 minutes and get everybody a little bit pumped. I know for for future reference, guys, we're not going to do eight games into two hours. But this is day one, and we got basketball back. We can finally hopefully cross our fingers, finish this season, and get somebody crowned champion, LeBron, um, and go from there and see what we have for next year. But I'm just super excited to do this, and uh, I know you are too, Mike. And this first night, we got some good 
good basketball and good teams playing and uh it's only going to get better from here Ooh, buddy uh yeah i'm fired up man i'm i'm probably gonna be uh Let's just say, man, I might I might be having a cold one on, on tomorrow's show. There might be a cold one cracked. Uh, you know, it's just it's going to be opening. I'm treating this like opening day, uh, opening <laughs> night. You know, that's the way I look at this. You know, four and a half month layoff is normally what we do in between seasons. Yeah. So, like for me, this is like the start of the new season, and I'm viewing it the same way. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't ever you know recommend playing more than you can ever afford, or usually on a nightly basis, you know, ten to fifteen percent of your bankroll at most is where I usually float. But for these first few days, guys, it's treat it like the regular season, the start of the regular season, where it, there's going to be major pricing discrepancies where if you could take advantage of them, you should. A lot of people are going to be gravitating what we call fish, people that don't normally play DFS um, or don't normally play basketball, but are just, they need something to do. They miss sports. They want to gamble. They want to do something and they're going to play. Some of these co- contests are, are huge. Some of these prize pools are huge. So I would say <clears throat> make sure you enter the right contest. Um, you know, if you're only looking to play five different lineups, uh, maybe don't look at the 500 entry max or the 160 entry max. If, if you wanted to play the three entry max single entries and because you only wanted to roll out one or two lineups, that's the best way to do it. Uh, you know, play your 50 fifties, play your some heads up if you'd like. And I know, like I said, if you're normally playing 10 to 15, this is, these are the type of nights for the first few days where I would probably be playing like, you know, 20 or 25. Um, if you're confident you did the research, you should have a major edge on more than half the field. Awesome. And couldn't have said it any better myself, Mike. Um, and yeah, everybody, like he said, four and a half months off. That's um, that's about 16 weeks or over 112 days or so. A third, oh, more than a third of a year we missed basketball. Uh, now we have it back. And Mike just gave you a great breakdown of what to play and who to play and, and how to put your bankroll. So go after it, get it, and then win some money. And then don't forget my bookie if you want to bet as well on a different type of platform Uh, but that's all we have for you tonight mike do you want to give them anything else before we get out of here and say uh happy nba day i'm giving her all she got captain (laughs) so mike's tapped out now um he gave great breakdowns and i we can't wait to to help you guys through this nba resumption league and the playoffs and then next year but uh let's get through this first night first and let's kill it guys have a good one again this is on behalf of myself, Santino Cocone, and Micah Patria, we are Hoopball DFS today, and we'll be back here again. Oh, Mike will be back here again tomorrow. Later, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.